harsh words. Jesus has just proclaimed harsh words to his disciples. And when I was younger, last week, I uh, used to think I can't love Jesus or God more than I love my mom or dad. I found it impossible to square that circle. But as I've grown older, I've hopefully learned a little bit about love. Um, and it's not the same kind of love that Jesus is speaking about. But what really caught my eye this time with this particular reading was about sparrows and how, excuse me, counting hairs on our head and sparrows, that they, God knows how many hairs are on our head and that we are more important than sparrows. Hair is very important. It's very important to women. How many women here, hey, I like your hair. You don't often say to a man, I like your hair. Which got me thinking about when I served at church in Detroit and there was a rummage sale on a, on, on a weekend and I was sitting out on the, front, on the front of the church and I kept, hear, I kept feeling this little movement on my, at my neck. And then I would hear giggling in the back. And I would turn and I would look and there would be anyone there and then I would feel it again. And I finally realized it was the little girls that I was teaching Sunday school to. They had never touched a white person's hair. And I, and I said, you can touch my hair, it's okay, it doesn't bother me. Chris Rock had a documentary on this very subject. A few years ago, his daughters came home and one of them said to him, Daddy, why don't I have good hair? What she meant was, Daddy, why don't I have straight hair? So he began a, a journey of looking into the process that black people in particular go through to have their hair straight, straightened. Think of pouring acid on your head and having it sit for 20 minutes so that your hair will be straight. That is exactly what it is like. They showed women with chemical burns because the only good hair was straight hair. Hair that would, when you went like this, it would go back and forth. Not hair that was curly or, as he said, nappy. It was straight and white basically, is what he was not saying, but saying. It made me also recall another time when I was a chaplain, and I walked into a room, this man had had a terrible stroke, and he was on dialysis, so his family would sit all day at the bedside and take turns. And I walked in, and the woman turned to me, and she said, girl, you have great hair. Turn around and let me see the back. 
But I turned to her and I said, but I love your hair. Her hair was in these beautiful braids. And we started talking about how long it took for her to have her hair braided and what it took to take the braids out. And then I asked her, well, how do you keep the braids from coming apart? And she showed me that they singe the ends. And I said, can I touch it? And she said, sure. Touching a black woman's hair is seen as wrong. In 1750, in Louisiana, a law was passed where black women were not allowed to show their hair because white women felt that it was a, an enticement to their husbands and their boyfriends. So they passed a law where women, black women in particular, had to wrap their heads in a scarf. And that's why we see women today still wearing scarves, as an homage to that horrible time in our history. Which takes me back to God knows the number of hairs on our head. There isn't good hair or bad hair, nice hair, or awful hair. There's just hair. But we want to separate ourselves out from other people. We want to somehow feel superior to others. And this is one subtle way in which it can be done. If my hair is nicer than yours, then I think I, I must be better than you. But that's not what God is telling us in this passage. When he says, when Jesus says to the disciples, you must hate your mother and your father, and that I come to bring not, a pe not, a, not peace but a sword, what he's really talking about is I am thinking of a new way for us to create a new culture. A culture where there is no one better than the other, that we are all equal. And while that is hard for people to understand, especially in this day and age when, you know, whoever has the most money wins, whoever has the nicest car is better, the bigger house, all of those things doesn't serve human, humanity. It serves to divide us rather than unite us. And we know that that's not why Jesus came to walk amongst us and be with us. He came for us to bring peace, to bring understanding and bring unity. They, those are difficult concepts, especially today. Which is why I go back to the subject of hair. It's the great equalizer, unless you don't have any, and I'm married to someone who doesn't have any, so I can freely say that. And he's not here, so I can really freely say that. We are not less than or more than because of our exterior appearance. We are who we are because of our interior, the heart that we give to others 
the <clears throat> caring and compassion we show to the poor and the lonely, the compassion we show to ourselves. Maria Shriver writes in her book, I've been thinking about this very topic. She writes, I'm not going to be the kind of person that when I get older, I don't like myself because I'm getting older. I'm going to be the kind of person who embraces who I am for the moment, knowing that nothing is permanent and I'm not going to wish my life away for what was. I'm going to think about what is and what is to come. I'm paraphrasing quite freely here, but I think those are good words for all of us to remember. We're not going to be 21 again, or 30. Well, some of us haven't even reached that point, but what I'm saying is we're going to be who we are today, and God is so grateful for us to be in his presence and to want to be one of his children. We could throw it all away and wish for what was or what might be. But then we wouldn't be living out the promise that Jesus made to us, that he would love us to the end, and there is nothing that will separate us from the love of God or the love of one another. It's time for the 1058. So remember that whenever you decide you're going to start beating yourself up because you're not who you think you ought to be, remember you are who God wants you to be. Amen.